Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. Hi guys. Hi. Okay, so we have a really important subject today we want to talk about, and that is comparison. We all struggle with it. And I know we've done episodes before in the past with this, but like we're going to continue to do episodes in the future on this because it is such a big problem. We need to talk about it. And I feel like so many people out there probably in their alone time and in their own world feel like they're the only ones struggling with this or that something's wrong with them. I know I've been there before, but the more you talk to people, like even in our everyday life, when I talk to people and we're like, whoa, so many of us are struggling with comparing one thing or another in our worlds. Definitely. And we're like, we just need to talk about this for sure. Yeah. I think this is something that absolutely every person on this planet struggles with from time to time. And I know there are definitely like more times, like different times in my life that I struggle with it than others, but we all struggle with comparing ourselves to other people, whether it's regular people we see every single day or neighbors or whether it's on social media, we definitely all struggle with this. Yeah. It's so important. We need to talk to, I mean, I was just talking with someone, um, at my gym this morning that I work out with and we were stretching and we're talking about, um, you know, just different areas of comparison. And and she was talking about her body struggles and things like that. And it just, right. Like I sit there and look at this girl and I'm like, you're so beautiful you know? And then it just made me think like, but I do the same thing. I pick myself apart and compare myself to different things. And people probably look at me and are like, what? You're an idiot. What are you talking about? (laughs) You know, totally. Absolutely. I think we all do that. I think, I think especially for women and maybe it's true for men too. I don't know, but I think we all struggle with comparing our bodies to other women's, right? Like it's just seems it's so unfortunate because it just seems so natural for us to look at the other people, the other people at the gym, the other people on social media and all these things that like, we're constantly comparing our bodies to. Yeah. And it's sad. Like it really kind of is like a sad thing. We're not all meant to look the same, but it is really hard to not compare our bodies to others. I know. And I think like, especially being a mama and I'm 36 and I have had five babies out of my body. I mean, there are times where I'm just like, wow, I have to, I have to realize like, okay, Britt, like, first of all, your collagen isn't the same as when you were 20. Right. And second, like you have had five beautiful children out of your body and like your skin has stretched and your abs have come apart and I look pretty damn good for having five kids, but it's interesting how I can like still pick little things apart. Like I I look around and I'm like, well, I want to have an eight pack like her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you know what? That might not be in the cards for me right now. I could probably work my ass off to get there. But sometimes women actually just have to go in and like have a surgery to sew their abs back together or get excess skin removed. Like sometimes we have to go to plastic surgery to actually remove things that we aren't happy with. And I actually think that is okay if it's making you feel better about yourself and things like that. But it's hard when we've got to give ourselves some grace, you know, because like I said, I'm not 19. 20, 
childless, right? You know what I mean? Like with that perfect little tight body at the gym, like I'm, I'm doing my thing, but I, you have to be so careful comparing yourself to like somebody that's not even in the same race as you, you know what I mean? Yes, exact. 100%. Like there is, there are people out there that yes, they, they don't have the same amount of children or they don't have any children or they don't, or they, they don't have a job or they don't have the responsibility or like there, everybody has a different situation. And so I think that's where it's so dangerous to compare your life to others because one, we never 100% know what someone else is going through. Right. And especially when it comes to social media, like, I think that that is one thing that is so easy because people are only putting out their best foot forward. And most of the time their best, uh, how do I say like photoshopped (laughs) self forward, right? Like we're all using filters. We're all doing the thing. Like it's, we should not be comparing our situation to everybody's situation. Like it's not fair. Well, and this morning when I was talking to this individual, like she even said, she's like, she doesn't have kids yet. Right. But she's like, oh my gosh, you're like what I strive after having kids. Like, I feel like you've bounced back, whatever. And I'm like, no, but what you don't understand is I have to work my ass off and also high waisted spank (laughs) pants really help us out there. And I pull everybody's friend girl, I pulled down the waistband of my pants and let my mom pooch hang out. And I was like, here you go. I want you to personally see my imperfections. And then it got me thinking. And I was like, I almost really want to be like, I want to do something on our social media where you do like the comparison. Have you seen the girls out there that do this? And I love when girls do this on social media where they pose in their tight pants, their workout gear in a certain angle, and then they let their gut out. Yes. Hey, here you go. Like, I kind of want to do that. I think I we might should do that. that because I freaking love those posts. And I, yeah. I love it when people are like, Oh, here's the end product that I posted to social media looking all good. And then they're like, but here's like four other p- photos that I took that I don't look anything like that photo that I actually posted. Like nobody looks like that. Like it's all curated. Like literally you guys, every time I make a video for social media or whatever, like I know that for one to two minutes, I can make myself look good. I can make (laughs) myself look like I don't have that mom pooch. I can make myself look like I'm having a good hair day for two minutes. I can do that the rest of the day. I don't look like that. Like it's not, it's not even a thing. Oh my gosh. I know. And we're going to jump in and talk about social media towards the end of this. And I really, if you guys are listening out there and you don't follow us on Instagram, go find us real shit with Britain wit on Insta. And I, yeah, I think this week after we release this, I'm going to do one of those and that's vulnerable shit. Like, but I have so much respect for the girls that do that. And listen, I really do. Here's the thing and people that have been following us for years, like, you know, my self-love journey. And I have been on a great journey of self-love this past year, especially, um, after having the baby and I'm in a really good place, probably the best place I've ever been, to be honest. You've um, seen so much growth in Brittany. 
Yeah. Like probably the best place I've ever been. And so I'm able to now finally look at myself and go, okay, I'm beautiful. I look really good, but there's still things I pick myself apart, like the loose skin and the, my abs and things not being pulled back together yet completely. And when I am in those workout you know, pants and my gym that I go to post videos on social media of people working out. And sometimes I'll see myself working out and be like, damn, okay. But then it's like, I come home and I'm changing in front of the mirror and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Like you really have to be careful because I still am a normal person, but I'm working my ass off to try to get the body that I want. And that's something I think take into consideration as well. You guys, like it's hard work. And these people that really are super fit on there, like even though social media is filled with all the perfection air quotes. Yeah. Right. There really are people that are like working at what they want. And that's just what I decided over this last year. I was like, I can sit around and cry about how I wish I looked like everything else, or I can just get my ass into gear and try to do, make myself look better to love myself more and stop comparing myself to everybody else around me. And that's just kind of where I got, that's how I got there. So anyway, that was my random tangent, but no, I love it because I think Like I said earlier, like, I think it's so common for women to compare their bodies to other women. Mm -hmm. And I wish that wasn't a thing. I wish we could all just look in the mirror and say like, yep, I've had kids out of this body and I'm grateful for that. And I do feel like for most of the time I can look at my body and say that, like, I am grateful for what it can do. I am grateful that I can go to the gym and I can lift weights. I'm grateful that I can walk. I'm grateful for all these things, but there are definitely times where I'm like, yeah, fuck. I wish I would. I looked like that girl. I wish that I have, like, I wish that I hadn't gained some weight over the last few years. I wish like there, there's so many things, but there's also other comparisons, right? Like besides just our body and like somewhat superficial, like there's other things like, oh, you yeah. know, there's wishing so that other. you had a different relationship and comparing your relationship to other relationships, yeah. right? Like, Okay. Wait. So that one's a big one. I feel like too. Oh my gosh. We have a whole list we're going to talk about here. And I want to just read this first because I kind of just Googled like comparison issues, whatever. And it says research has found that comparing breeds feelings of envy, low self-confidence and depression, as well as compromises our ability to trust others. And I just found that really interesting. Like our ability to trust others right? That's like actually comparing. a really good point, I've which never is crazy to that. think about. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we talk about depression in there and low self-confidence. I mean, 1 million percent, the more we look around at everybody, how many people do we know that are just like literally in the depths of depression because they're comparing themselves to everybody else on social media. That's why we have to talk about this. Absolutely. It's just crazy. It's so sad. Um, And that's why Whit and I are talking about this and we just feel it's really important. Let's talk about some things. We kind of went into the looks. We could go on about that all day. Um, Oh, you know what? We, we put out a questionnaire on Instagram Whit, read a couple of the things. Let's see what people have wrote in. Okay. Um, read something that someone has about looks. What do you see on there? Okay. Like how about this one? Um, how some moms bounce back so quickly postpartum looking like supermodels. 
which is true. I totally remember like, and I did feel a little duped after having my first, after having Izzy, which she's 12 now. And I was fairly young, but I just remember like literally at the hospital, getting dressed to go home and being like, what the hell is this? Like, (laughs) I thought I was going to have her and like, this would be like, I didn't expect to like exactly go like bounce back 100%, but I definitely did not expect to go home looking six months pregnant either. Like that was a huge shock. And then you do see some of these moms that just like instantly bounce back and they look so good. Oh, that's one of the biggest problems with social media, right? Is you see like these little influencer girls that, you know, are holding their like three week old baby and they're like "Mm, three weeks postpartum, like leaving the hospital, whatever. And you're like, bitch, how are you in skinny jeans? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Did you actually have that child? Like, (laughs) like, let me explain something to you guys out there. Okay. I've had my fair share of babies. And even after an entire year, I gained 70 to 80 pounds with each of my kids, seven, zero to eight, zero. Okay. You heard that correctly. Lots of weight. And even after one year of working out, you guys, I'll be like, okay, I've got to fit back into these pants. This just happened to me last weekend. We went camping. I was like, oh, I grabbed a pair of shorts out of my camp, uh, out of my closet to take with me. I'm like, oh, I've been working out for a year. I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I know I'm shrinking down. I went into my camper one day to put those shorts on. And I was like, what the? No, even after a year, they did not fit back over my freaking thighs. And so, yeah, we can't, I don't know. Everybody is Girl, so different. I do that like, every, every freaking summer <laughs> I get the shorts <laughs> out and I'm like, yeah, like it's totally fine. Like I haven't gained that much weight. And then I put the shorts on I'm like, well, shit, like, okay. The closet down. I'm okay. burning the closet. Throw like, those ones away. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you see these people and it's like, we just, we can't do that to ourselves, you know, because no, there really are those freaks of nature out there. There really are. And like, good for them. Yeah. That's what I was going to, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think the people that truly bounce back because there are some, there definitely are some women who the genetics are on their side and they do bounce back. But for the most, most part, like most women are just not that way. And even those who bounce back, they probably think that their body isn't the same as it was before either. Like I don't, (laughs) I honestly do not know one mom who is like, Oh, I had my baby. I bounced right back. Like I looked just as good as I did when I was 20 before I had kids. Like not one. Yeah. Yeah. I still get kind of angry though. When I see them holding like a one month old baby and they have like a six pack, I don't, and they're like in their, <laughs> their little bikini at the pool with their husband and their tiny baby. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't, I don't comprehend that, that those genetics were not on my side. So, and, hey, my and five, we just kind of have to, like, <laughs> I think it's learning to love ourselves at each stage is the goal, right? Like, and I know that's yeah. hard. And I know, especially with like the hormones that all of us women have throughout the month, like there are times where I'm feeling really good. Like there'll be a week where I'm like, shit, like I'm rocking it. Like I look really good. Like my hair is doing insane. Like I'm looking good. Right. And then like the next day I'll be like, I am such a fat cow. Like what is wrong with me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then I'm like, yesterday I was just feeling so good. And now like, I feel like I'm horrible and the laziest piece of shit on the planet. 
It's like so freaking hard being a girl because it can, it can change in a day. Like one day you're ready. You're like, shit, I'm hot. I am a fly as hell. And then within 12 hours, you can be like, I'm a piece of trash. Like, how are you with me? (laughs) I'm garbage. I am the ugliest thing that ever walked this planet. (laughs) What is wrong with that? Like I'm a loser. I do nothing. I'm so inadequate. Like what is wrong with us? I know. And I freaking hate it. Like I've even started and I'm sure a lot of women do this and I'm like behind the eight ball, but like I've even started like tracking my cycles throughout the month of like, okay, when do I start feeling shitty about myself? Like when do I, so even I can be like, Hey, guess what? That week's coming up where you're just going to feel like a lazy piece of shit. Like, but even still every freaking month, I'm like caught off guard by it. And you know what? That's actually a great idea. Listen, ladies, let's gather together, start tracking our psychotic, crazy, ugly trash bag weeks. And those are the weeks we're going to all stay off of social media. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) do not get on social media those weeks. You feel like you feel like pure trash. Like I am a trash human being. Oh my gosh. It's the worst. So true. It is so true. Even being on your period, you're like, I'm the fattest cow that ever lived. I am so freaking bloating right now. Like I can't fit into any of my pants. Yeah. And then after it's all over, you're like, wow, I, I am looking thin. Like, wow, (laughs) I'm really, I am so hot. And our husbands are just sitting back. Like what the fuck is happening (laughs) in my life every month? Like, (laughs) Yes. He's like, wait, 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 if any men are listening to this, like we're just as confused as you are. Okay. We don't want to do this. We don't don't want these emotions. (laughs) I promise. We don't want to be trapped in here. It's a terrible place. It really is. Mark will be like, wait a minute. I thought you were like really sexy the other day. I thought you were like loving life. What's happening. Okay. Okay, Well, that was the other day. Okay. So to you, sweet friend that wrote in about that, you are not alone. Okay. You are not alone. And we feel you on that in our own ways. And for all those postpartum mamas right now, give yourself grace, give yourself time. And when you're ready, get back in to physical activity. You don't need to be going to CrossFit when your baby's four weeks old. Okay. Like even if it's just taking a walk each day, embracing the sunshine, getting out in nature and feeling just those in, you know, endorphins kicking in. If that's all you have, that's all you have. Do it each day. Maybe eat a little bit healthier. Maybe look up some things on Pinterest you can do. I mean, there are just any, totally. you know, just to get yourself, drink some extra water during the day. I mean, baby steps. I think everybody looks around and thinks like, oh my gosh, I've got to just jump back into these crazy workouts and get going. And yeah. And I got to starve myself and I got to do all of this. And like, no, Brit's totally right. Like baby steps, you guys like drink the more water during the day, just get out and go for a walk. Like you do not need to be joining a gym. You do not need to do like, you don't need to do anything extreme. And sometimes the answer really is as simple as looking in the mirror and saying, this is a phase of my life. I'm going to start including just some new healthier habits, like having one fruit a day, having one vegetable a day, having more water, going for a walk, like just the little things of like, I'm going to incorporate this into it. And this is all I can do right now. And loving yourself at that stage. I joined my boot camp place, um, 
I think when Axel was like three months old, because I really was super depressed. I was going through bad postpartum. We've talked about that before. And long story short, you guys, I joined last September and it is what July. I mean, I've been there almost a year and I'm now finally feeling stronger, seeing my body change. And how many months is that? 10 months. 10 months. It takes time. Yeah. And that's something that we are not good at. We want to go do some sit-ups and be like, where the fuck is my eight pack? Like I don't, what's happening. It takes time. So take that from a mama who it it takes time. And when I started, I couldn't, I couldn't do a push-up. I still can't do a real push-up. So it's like, don't be hard on yourselves. There's so many girls I talk to who are like, I just don't think I could even work out. I don't know how to do things. We all have to start at our own, our own place. And, 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 and stay away from the social media and looking at those things. If that's, what's getting you down, right. Find. Yeah. Yeah. Fight. Look up beginner workouts, do things for 30 minutes during the day, whatever it is like what was saying. Okay. Let's, um, well, as we're talking about like kids and I know we kind of went like into body thing, but someone else wrote in and said the decision to be child-free by choice. Other than stepkids, this person has stepkids, but other than that, she just feels like she's judged constantly for not choosing to have kids. And I think that can be hard like to see. And then someone else wrote how fun all mom, like all other moms look on social media and we're not all Pinterest perfect. And I do think that that, I think the family dynamic and the kids is really easy to compare ourselves to, right? Like, Oh, oh, Janice down the street has 12 kids. And yet she just makes (laughs) it look so easy. And I have two and I'm barely like keeping my head above water. Like shit. I'm Janice because I have people say that all the freaking time. How do you do it? And I'm like, because I am that stupid Pinterest, perfect person, but let me give you a little secret. You guys, that is my hobby. Like I like doing family nights and things like that, but I am a shit show in so many other areas of my life. And that's what you don't see on social media. We can't all have it all together all the time. Right. Exactly. And Brit is 100% like she is a great party planner. She does all the Pinterest things, like every party, all these family nights, they're so freaking cute. And I look at all of her stuff. I'm like, Oh, like, that's so cute. I want to do that. And then I think about it. I'm like, I'm not really going to put forth that effort. Like this is (laughs) such a Brit. Like she's so freaking good at this. I'm never going to do that. Like this is not going to be me, even though I want it. Like I want it. When I see people write this stuff in, I go, oh no, like, are they talking about me? And oh no, so that's my one thing. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'm not, I'm the Janice, but I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret. There are days. Okay. This is like, I shouldn't even say this out loud. I literally, my, one of my children was throwing a tantrum so bad and I lost my shit so bad that I think at one point I said something about chopping their legs off. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding you. And it was Can not my an episode about things we say in the moment that we don't mean, but oh my hell. So it's like, yeah, maybe like three days before that I did the cutest Pinterest shit in the world. But like, I literally then was like, stop, I'm going to chop your legs off. If you do not stop kicking me, like, you know what I mean? I'm going to chop them off and you will have to be in a wheelchair the rest of your life. Like I said that, like, <laughs> so just for those of you who kind of think like this individual things, like how fun all the other moms, like, no, we're all losing our shit still. Oh, we totally. just put the fun stuff out there. And that is a thing that 
can happen, but that might not be your knack and that's okay. Cause no mom has it all together. What did we share one time with, we shared like a quote. Oh my gosh. I feel like I have to find it. It was something like all moms are losing our shit. Some are just better at hiding it than others. That's what it was. 100%. So keep that in mind. We're all, we're all losing our shit. And whether it's over something that the kids did or your body, not looking right in those jeans or whatever it like, we don't all have it together all the time. No, we, and I think there is something to be said about, um, finding things that bring you joy, like party planning for Brittany and like putting these things together. Like she loves to do little baskets. Like that stuff brings her joy where that stuff does not bring me joy. Right. Like (laughs) find the things that bring you joy and follow those things. And let, if you want the other things, either hire it out or do like find another way to get those things done. If they don't bring you joy. Exactly. And here's a fun example of an influencer on social media that I wanted to hate so bad. She kept popping up on my search things. And I was like, bitch, I don't want to look at you. How do you look perfect every day? You're doing all these cute damn things. Your body's perfect. Your boobs are perfect. Your hair's perfect. I hate you. But then I started to really watch what she was doing. And I was like, shit, I love you. She's like doing these really practical, inexpensive, like cute things that are just right up my alley. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to follow you, but I kind of want to anyway, is that, that was a hard one for me. I was like, I've never had a love hate relationship with someone like that in my life. But anyway, but that's the thing she's, she's getting up and spending her whole day preparing for this one little tip that she's giving little old Brittany over here to make a cute 4th of July centerpiece. And I was like, I, you know, love that. And I love that you brought it up. Because I feel like there's too many quote unquote influencers on social media who have a purpose and they have, they bring you joy, right? They, there's things that they do that is benefiting to their audience. It gives them something that they're needing, something that they're like, it brings them joy. They are adding value. And then I feel like there's other people on social media who are literally posting pretty much for themselves or just to get the likes. And I feel like we're starting to get to a point in society where we're, we're noticing the differences of like someone who adds value to your life. And then someone who is literally posting an inspirational quote while showing their butt on the camera. You know what I mean? Like those (laughs) kind of things, like, and I know we'll talk about social media in a little bit, but I feel like those are the people that we need to be unfollowing. We need to get rid of that kind of stuff in our life. It it adds no value to your life. So let's flush those ones out. Well, it was just so funny to me because I like wanted to hate this person so bad. Like, Ooh, I can't stand people that just look this perfect all the time. That's not (laughs) reality. But then she kept doing things like making adorable baskets. And I love baskets of gifts. And I was like, damn it. And now I just love her. And so that's the thing I had to just be like, okay, I'm getting something out of this person. Yeah, She added all that value. I know. So now she's putting value in my life. So pick and choose who you are following on social media and what they're bringing you. But yeah, the, the Pinterest perfect moms, let me tell you another thing. I have a lot of cakes. I've tried to make off of Pinterest. Oh my God. One time my family was literally like, 
Markles, I'm going to like apply you on the show. Nailed it. You know, that (laughs) nailed it show where they are such bad bakers and see, that's not the stuff I've put on. I put like the thing that turned out good, right? Like look at the cute party, right? But we can all laugh at the piece of shit cake that I made before that, that I like threw in the trash. And my family was like, go on, nailed it. You suck. You know, (laughs) we're not posting those ones to social media, you guys, but that is something to remember. Like no one is posting. Yeah. All of their fails to social media. Like no one is doing that. It is the highlight reel. Most of the time, like there's, Mm -hmm. there is, I feel like we all post or we're all trying to be better about posting some real life, right. On social media. I feel like that's kind of where social media is headed. We all have known for the last 10 years, how fake it is. And now we're like, we all want more real in our life. So everyone's trying to like be more real, but it is still really hard to freaking do that. I know. Okay. Um, someone wrote in about marriage and relationships and that's, I think we need to touch on this. It's such a huge one looking around at other people's relationships and comparing your own marriage or relationship. And this is the thing I actually can't stand people that I meet and are like, Oh my gosh, like my husband and I never fight. Like we would never, my husband would never do that. And I'm like, bitch, he's doing it. (laughs) Bitch, please come on, bitch, please. If you don't fight, you have problems. I don't believe that because every couple has their freaking issues. It doesn't mean you have to have a terrible marriage, but I'm like, don't you think like people, Oh, I don't know. Well, and the other thing too, is like, sure. Not everybody is having knocked down, drag out fights, right? Like some people are super passionate in their fights and other people are like, Oh, we're going to sweep that one under the rug. We're not going to talk about it. But like, that does not make one relationship healthier than the other. Yeah. And again, like what people put out in public on social media to your face is could be very different than what's behind closed doors. Like I have had so many conversations with some of my friends about this. Like think about all of your neighbors. You really only know most of your neighbors by face value. Like how many times does someone end up like killing a spouse? And then on the news, they every neighbor's like, I had no idea. They were so nice. Like they looked like the perfect couple. Like You do not know what's going on behind closed doors. You never do. Yeah. Well, and I kind of keep chuckling because we're like, okay, we're going to talk about social media. No, we're talking about it. Everything has to do with social media because that's where we're looking at people. (laughs) I mean, you guys, like that is just the world we're living in now. Like I would say, (laughs) I'll dare say most of us spend more time on social media than we do with actual people outside of social media. Like, yeah. I know. And when it comes to relationships, I think like I am, we're all guilty, right? We post our anniversaries and our cute date nights and whatever, so much. but at the same time, I mean, that stuff is still real. Like Mark and I have some really cute date nights and I like, I I'm just really active on my stories a lot and whatever. And, and those things really are real. Like I just, you got to throw that out there. Like I, not all social media is fake, but I think there's an element to it where, yeah, like Mark and I aren't going to have an argument. I'm going to be on my stories. Like oh, this son of a bitch, like, let me tell you right. what he's yes. doing. Like, what's going, I mean, that's just not what people do. I think there's a level of tackiness to the people that do put all their negative shit on there. So, but you have to remember, like, 
people can have a good marriage, but I think it's the things you see where everyone's just like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like you see those people that just everything's so perfect with their spouse that you're like, "Mm, I don't buy that. I just, right. No. And I I actually, I think you brought up a really good point because I, I do also think we're at a point where it's really easy for us to be like, (laughs) social media is so fake, which yes. And yes. And no, like, yeah, yes. Social media can be very, very fake. And you are getting the highlight highlight reel of somebody's life. Like most people are not out here posting every single bad thing that goes wrong with them in the day. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't make all of it fake. Like they very much could be completely in love with their spouse. They very much could have taken a candid photo of their kids playing. Like there are parts of social media that are true. Just remember that you are not seeing the other side of it. You're not seeing mm-hmm the disagreement that that couple maybe had a couple of days ago, you're not seeing how hard they've worked on their relationship. You're not seeing all the effort that went into buying these matching outfits for the kids on social. You do know what I mean? Like there yes. is an element of truth, but there's also, there also can be an element of like deception. I don't even know if it's deception, just like you're not seeing the full truth. Oh, I love, love, love that. Like, you're, like it made me laugh at the picture thing. You're not seeing the husband eye roll and asking his wife why the hell they have to wear these matching outfits and go take these stupid pictures. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're not seeing all of the disagreements and the arguments of like, this is so stupid. Why are we doing this? Well, and you know what I think happens too, is that let's say you get in an argument with your spouse or you're annoyed by them or something goes down, whatever it is, Right then you, what do you do? Right. You go, you go away, you go up in your room, you go sit on the couch somewhere, whatever. What do you do? Get on your phone, jump on social media, scroll, scroll, whatever it is. And then that's when you're seeing all the perfected shit. And so your brain is more susceptible to then go, Oh my gosh, my life sucks. My life sucks. My marriage sucks. Look at this person saying, I mean, we've all had to be guilty of that at some point or another. So just try to remember if you're in a bad spot, if your relationship's going through issues, if your marriage is failing, get on, and you want to be on social media, get on those pages or those people that are advocates for getting through a divorce, right? Marital help, right? Uh, What, like, does that make sense? Like go a positive Avenue and start feeding your brain with something that's going to benefit you versus make you look at all the quote, perfect people out there. Because like Whit said, you're not seeing behind the scenes. You're not a fly on the wall in their house. Yeah. I mean, how many times have like, I can count quite a few couples that I've known that everything on social media looked like it was all fine and dandy. Right. And then next thing, you know, they're getting divorced and it's like, Whoa, that came out of left field. Like you just posted an anniversary post or like you guys just went on a vacation. Like you posted all this lovey dovey stuff and then come to find out like they have been struggling for years and they have been unhappy or like all these things. Like you just, you never know what's going on. You don't know. I've, I've seen that too, where it's like, you think people are so perfect. And I've even been like, Oh my gosh, must be nice. And then like, so-and-so had an affair and I'm like, what the did that? Excuse me? What? what? Okay, yeah. I'm feeling a little better about my life now. Right. Okay. Well, I read today that like on average, most of us have 10 thoughts of comparison a day. Wow. So, you know, and it could be literally over anything, but some of the way that they were saying to like 
combat that is one figuring out why you're comparing yourself on these things, you know, is it because you want to be stronger, you want to be healthier and this person already has that body that you're looking for, whatever. But then also like, it's very easy for us. And I feel like we always are comparing ourselves to the best of the best. Like Mm -hmm. this person's on social media because they have that eight pack and they're looking really good. Like we need to rein it in and remember, like they put in a lot of freaking hard work to get where they're at. It did not happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight for us. Like, or, you know, someone's a really good cook and like, you're comparing yourself to this professional chef. Like they went to classes, they did all the work, they put in the work and the effort. And so often I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh, well, I'm just just shit because I can't cook or I can't, I don't look like that when we're totally discounting all the work that went into it. Yeah. No, go put your Costco nugs in the air fryer and your family is going to be just as happy. I promise. Oh my gosh. I heard that. I think that's fantastic. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Okay. We had someone right into, I want to touch on this subject for sure. Lifestyle slash materialistic things. Always jealous of people with more money than me. Yeah. That's a big one. That is a big one. And I think that one is so easy because it's like, the people that are, I don't want to say flaunting their money because that's, that's not always the truth either, but like the people that you see that are going on vacation all the time, or, you know, the person that just got the big promotion, I think it's so easy to compare yourself to that person or being like, well, that must be nice. Like, Oh, I wonder what that's like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Again, discounting like how they work their ass off to get there. Oh Yeah. Still is hard though. It is. That's probably a harder one. I don't know. I think looks and then money are probably just right across the board. Like mm-hmm. probably the most one people struggle with. Definitely. Money for me is an interesting one. I've never, like, I didn't come for money. Same. I've never really like, not that I'm not like a go-getter and I'm not like, don't have dreams and goals, but I've never been one like that had some big plan to be a super successful businesswoman or anything like that. And I don't know, like for me, money, I don't struggle with that as much. I think for me, I look, I probably struggle with, like, I see people's homes and just have the thought of like, Oh, I wish I could, I want to remodel my kitchen. Like, Oh man, I just wish I had that money to remodel my kitchen, but I'm not one to be like, Oh man, I just wish I had that $10 billion house. Right. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, definitely. And I think, I think there's people that have like the, um, like I want to make all the money. Like I want to be making a million dollars a year or plus, or like whatever, whatever it is. Like I want to make 500. I want to make 200. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like I think there's people that are very driven by the money Mm -hmm. and it's really hard when you know, someone is making more money than you, or you see like an outward appearance of that. So I, I feel like that is definitely like, that's a hard one. And I think that it doesn't just appear in the way of like, cause no one's on social media, like fanning themselves with dollar bills, right? Like yeah. <laughs> we're not really seeing it as far as that goes. We're seeing it in the clothes they buy. We're seeing it in the vacations they take. We're seeing it in the, the cars that they drive. Like that's where we're seeing the money. It's kind of, it is in those material things, right? 
And I think in those like influencer accounts, I think that's where a lot of people struggle is like, look at their house and all their decor and everything that they have. And I don't know, like, yeah, I mean, we all wish we could have all the money and all the things like that's just a given, right? Like, yeah, sure. Wouldn't that be nice? But I think again, you have to understand like maybe that lady is married to a plastic surgeon. Maybe her husband is like a super successful, you know, realtor or this or that, like whatever. Maybe she's worked her ass off to get where she's at, get and bringing in all of that money. But do you want to do that same thing that she did? Even from being a content creator. Yeah. I'm more, yeah, I guess I, that sounded bad. I'm not saying like, oh, it's all her husband's money. No, I I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Like we do not know the full story of everybody's situations. Yeah. And I think a lot of like, we had Daisy Burtis on and she's a content creator. She doesn't like to use the word influencer and even her and herself, like she makes good money doing what she does. And she created that herself. So that's definitely an aspect of it. I think I'm more, I was more talking about like the ones that are just kind of like, I don't know, dancing and doing (laughs) porch pictures. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I think I, I definitely think there's like, we just don't know the full story of what is going on behind the scenes. Because again, even though like, you know, Britt, as well as I do, there's quite a few social media people, especially here in Utah. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same in other States, you guys, and it probably is, but it just feels like there's so many influencers here in Utah but there's certain ones yep. that they really do seem like they have it all together. They're showing you their family life. They're showing you the vacations. They're showing you this perfect relationship that they have with their spouse. They're showing you all these things that seriously make their life look like they have it all together. And I I'm not saying that they don't, but I kind of am like in some way, they also have to feel like they're not measuring up. Like nobody really has it all together in life. No, not one person. I mean, we know influencers like personally and know that they struggle behind the scenes in certain areas. So it's kind of, it's, it's a real thing, you know, everybody's just putting their best foot forward. And I think coming back to like the money and the house thing, it's just easy to look at those type of people and be like, wow, like I saw someone who popped up on my search thing. I don't even know how, um, it was something like a mommy thing. Like it was her having her baby anyway. And I was like, what, who is this person? Like it was a super cute video. And so I clicked on it. I'm like, Oh, who is this? And then I look and like, they're like super young. I can't even remember her name for the life of me, but they were super young, like young twenties. And they're like literally building a house that is like the size of the white house. And I'm like, (laughs) what is happening here? I'm so confused. Like, what does she do? Then you click on it and they're here in Utah and you click on it and it's like her husband. Then you click on his. Cause I'm like, what does this cat do? Like this house is insane. And he like is the creator of like eight businesses. Like he like created eight different businesses, has eight different companies, sold two of them. Like they have some athletic wear company. Anyway, I was just like, wow, good for that. Like he's working his ass off. Yeah. But, but she also shows the, the juggle of like, okay, we have all this, but like we're up wee hours of the night, like doing all of this boxing and da 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 for business and whatever. And so it just kind of, it's, I like the people that kind of show the real life behind it. And then you almost go, you know what? Good for you. Absolutely. Like, Like, 
yeah, we're cheering, like, I feel like we're cheering harder for the people that are being real. And even if what they choose to show isn't the full picture, like choosing to show some of the struggles makes the rest of us feel normal when we're struggling. You know, I do the same thing, Britt. Like I absolutely freaking love to go to the parade of homes here in Utah. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's, um, a bunch of like custom home builders who build these expensive multi-million dollar homes for people. And then you get to tour the home. It's open for like two to three weeks. You can tour the home, see, I mean, it really is to showcase the builder and what they can do and, and the designers and, and that, and it's really cool, but there is an element of like, when I walk into a home and I see that they have a nursery in there, I'm like, Oh, this couple is young. Like they're still having kids. Like what the hell do these people do to afford this home? That's a $5 million dollar plus home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that is like an automatic envy. Even if I'm like, yeah, this home wouldn't be for me. Like I wouldn't build this particular home. It's beautiful. Like there still is that element of like, well, F I'm never, I'm never going to have this. Yeah. And not even that I need it. It's just kind of like, you know, that somebody else has it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. No, I think like if you are one of those people kind of struggling with looking around at homes or money or things like that, sometimes we honestly just have to humble our asses. Yeah. Because I'm really like you're in, sometimes some of us are in a position where it's like, you have a good enough home. You have a beautiful home. It might take some years of saving and doing things to remodel those certain rooms in your house or upgrade or whatever it is, right? Get those new appliances that you want all matching. I've been waiting for a stainless steel stove for years to match my dishwasher and my fridge. You know what I mean? Sometimes it just takes some time and guess what? You're not alone. The problem is, is that social media is so filled with the perfect homes and the influencers and the, all the things is that we forget, like there's a hell of a lot of normal Joe's out there just trying to save up for their new dishwasher. Okay. (laughs) Totally. 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 Do you know what I'm saying? Or like people that are doing more inexpensive DIY projects. Like if you're someone who knows, okay, I can't go have a million dollar home, maybe start following some people that are doing some really cool budget friendly, cost-effective DIY things where you could feel like you could upgrade getting some cheaper pieces from online and learning how to do it yourself. Like that's how my mind works is like, I just got to a point in life where I was like, okay, hey, cause we even have family members who just live in like, crazy, insane homes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you walk through and then your kids are like, Oh my gosh, our house sucks. We live in a shack. And I'm like, actually we live in a very nice home. It's just not upgraded, like shut your holes, you know? (laughs) And, but then, so you kind of do not kids go live in a box. Um, but you kind of get those natural feelings of kind of like, Oh man, must be nice. Or then you come home and you look around and you see all the imperfections in your home. No, I had to get to a point where I was just like, Hey, that isn't in the cards for me. And that's okay because I'm super blessed, have a beautiful home. One day when I do get to renovate my kitchen and my little shithead kids aren't messing everything up because they're all kind of grown it's going to feel real good to sit in that beautiful kitchen and have my older family, you know, my kids over and enjoy it that whatever, like hundred percent humble yourself and look around and change that mindset of why 
you are grateful for what you do have. Yes. Right. Yes. Because the more we sit around and just kind of go and huff and puff about what we don't have, like that's still not going to get you the thing. It's just making you feel depressed and unhappy in your life. Yeah. I mean, you guys remember, remember that every single person is struggling with something, even if they put out the outward appearance that they are, they have it all together. They have the perfect life. Everybody is struggling with something and you most likely would not want to take on the struggles that somebody else is dealing with. Like we need to find the balance of being like, okay, yeah, I've gained some weight the last few years. You know what? I'm, I got to quit complaining about it and I've got to, I've got to make a plan and actually start working towards it. Like there's no reason to complain if all I'm doing is complaining and not working towards fixing it, you know, or like realizing like, yeah, that person is blessed, like with a beautiful home and they, they've worked their ass off to get there. Like, I wish that I could have that, but my home is great. Like everyone here in middle-class America, like we are so much richer than so many, so many other parts of the world. Like we sometimes need to bring it down. Just like Britt said, humble ourselves and realize like we really have a lot of blessings and we need to quit comparing ourselves to those who have more. Yep, exactly. And you know what? We can all kind of wrap this up with where does the issue really stem from? Yes. And that is how our society has moved into social media over the last 10 years. And it really is. Let's talk about that for just a sec before we wrap up. I have a love hate relationship with social media. Mm -hmm. I'm very active on there. I love seeing what all my like close friends and family are doing. I like posting my things. I love just even looking at my own memory, you know, memories and going down my page or whatever. But then when you're in a bad place or a bad mindset or struggling, it can be a really negative thing. So let's just talk about really fast. Like if you're someone like me who love hates, how can we balance that? Right. There are times in my life where I have to go, okay, I'm just taking a break and maybe I just need to get off of there for a weekend. And just recently I had to get off of there for like a few weeks. And And that's like healthy. That, that is totally recognizing that you need a break is so good for our mental health. Now, what about wit? I know like you've talked with some, you know, individuals where it just, you get those people that just, it really isn't good for them. And it's like affecting their mental health to a place where it's like, you can't even, it's not, it's not just like, Oh, I'm going to get off for a few days and then jump back on. It's like way more serious. I I have, I have a handful of friends actually that we've recently talked about how the social media life and the portrayal of people having it all together or that they have these certain things in life that create envy in theirs, like the depression that sets in Um, And sometimes it's as easy as like someone else that they know that seems to have it all together more than just like an influencer that maybe is on social media. Sometimes it's people that we're close with. Sometimes it's a family member. Sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes it's a coworker. Like it's those situations where I feel like sometimes it's even easier for us to be envious of what they have that can create a real depression. And I think even if it is a neighbor, friend, coworker, relative, whatever it is, if it is bringing you down, if it is not bringing you joy, 
it is time to unfollow that person. Let it go. I feel like we've all had moments in our life where it's affected our mental health for sure. And if you're Mm -hmm. someone out there right now, struggling really bad, you, you got to make some changes. And sometimes it's really hard to look in the mirror and say, shit, like I'm not, I'm not doing well. Right. Um, I found this article I want to share really quick. This is just so it it just hit home and, and it's such a great thing. It says social media has made it easier than ever to compare ourselves to other people before apps like Instagram and Facebook existed. The people we hung out with years ago would fade into a distant memory. Now we are constantly bombarded with the highlights and achievements of their lives, along with those of total strangers. Study after study has confirmed that social media is associated with lower self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and greater body shame. With mental health issues steadily increasing, especially in teens and millennials, I feel it's important to share how to loosen the grip comparison culture has on your life. Here are five tips to help you escape the social media comparison trap. And then I just want to list these off. Number one, realize that social media is not reality. So exactly what we're talking about, right? Number two, make social media sociable. The way you use social media can have a big impact on how it makes you feel. One study showed that mindlessly scrolling through social media induced depression and anxiety in adolescents, whereas contributing, sharing, and interacting had the opposite effect. Try getting involved by sharing pictures or commenting on things that interest you. Social media was created for you to be social and not just sit back and watch. So that's like, that really hit home for me because I feel like, you know, for me, that's why I have the love of social media. It's like our podcast page. I love to share relatable mom crap, marital things, real life stuff. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it makes me feel good when I see other people's pages like that too. I'm number three, curate your feed. So we talked about that, right? Like, are there certain people that make you feel bad? Like you were just saying, get rid of them, unfollow them, get them out of there. Number four, confront the comparison. If you're feeling ready to do some introspective work, ask yourself why seeing a particular person on social media makes you feel bad. Perhaps they stir up thoughts that you're not doing what you want in life or that you're not feeling very secure of yourself in general. This reflection allows you to work on yourself and make positive changes in your life. This kind of work can be challenging. So don't hesitate to reach out to a therapist for support. If that's an option guys, like, like literally go listen to mommy did mushrooms. Like all I try to do is freaking introspective work for the last how many years of my life and figure my shit out. We all have traumas. We all mm-hmm. have baggage. We all have issues. You, you have to decide because only you can decide to make a change. And, and, and I'm living proof of that. You know what I mean? Like if not, you're going to just continue to ruin your life. Um, the last one, reduce the time you spend on social media. So like we already said, um, yeah. And there's ways to do that. There's like, um, set a timer on your phone. Like you can get into your, um, what is it on your phone on the iPhone? I know you go into like general, you can actually set like a screen time limit for certain apps and say like, I'm giving myself a half an hour on social media day. And once that's it, it will lock your app. And you, I mean, Yes, of course you can go in and put your passcode on and go for more, but like <laughs> I'm not done it gives you the warning. Cause that's what I do. I give myself an hour every day and I'm trying to be better at using it and being more social. And because I do find that it's so easy to jump on and mindlessly scroll, you oh, know, yeah. like, Oh, I've got 10 minutes. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to go through this really quick. And it's like, yeah. 
it's really not bringing me joy. I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm not like, it's not helping me in any way in my life. Yeah. So you like go to go to the bathroom and it's like been 45 minutes. Your kids are like, what are you doing? I thought you just had to pee. And I'm like, Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, set those time limits. And for those of you that have the adolescents that, you know, that's another topic of, you know, I, we have older teens now and they want the social media, but it's like, how do you balance that shit? Cause it's so unhealthy for you, whatever we have time limits on all of their apps for sure too. So yeah, that is, that would be a good episode. We should talk about that. Okay. To wrap it up. Um, it says own your magic. We are all beautifully unique in our own ways. And it's unfair to compare ourselves to one another. After all, why would you want to be exactly like someone else? As you develop a healthier relationship with social media, use some of your extra time and brain power to work on loving yourself. Just as you are stop looking for magic outside of yourself. You are it. And so, yeah, I think we kind of covered on, on that too. Guys, if you're struggling out there, anyone that's listening right now, set, set, set a goal for tomorrow. Okay. Today, whenever you listen to this, say, I'm going to do a one week fast. I'm going to do two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever it is, get off of there, get out of there, reset your brain, reset your goals, and then decide where you want to go from there. But absolutely. Don't be afraid to walk away. It's like, I read a book recently and I need to finish it. I'm like in the middle, I'm in the middle of reading it. Um, I want to, I think it's called the stolen focus. And it does like, honestly, most of the book is kind of about like how we have lost sight of what it means to really be human and to connect with other humans because of social media. And we just have lost kind of the ability to do that. And we need it. It is so good for us mentally and to connect with other people to get off social media, limit your time, find the things that truly bring you joy. Because I I really don't know one person that social media brings them that much joy in their life. Like find the things that bring you joy and let the rest of it go. Yeah. I love this episode wit. I think it was way past due to talk about, and we love you guys. We love our listeners out there and, um, we're here for you. If anyone even is just struggling and wants to write into us and ask any questions or just vent, like that's what we're here for. Absolutely. We're here for you. We're here to make you feel normal, normal in your everyday life. We love you guys until next time. Do not compare yourself and let's keep it real.